Detroit versus everybody, man. Detroit, we rep the hardest, man. We gain the hardest. You know what? You know what it is, man. Detroit, CJ, holla at your boy when we get home. Man in boxing, led the flare cops. Shout out to Goodfellas Sports TV. Yo, this is Deontay DeBron's from a while, the WBC heavyweight champion of the world. And I'd like to give a big shout out to CJ Goodfellas Sports TV. Bomb squad, baby. Man, look here, man. 122 pounds, 25, man. Watch the Goodfellas Sports TV. Hey, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. You right there watching this video, waiting for this live stream to start, or just watching the membership. Video man, and why you should join the membership. Let's talk about it real quick expeditiously. Um, we got the three levels you got the rookie level, you got loyalty badges, you got custom emoji badges, and you have members on the live stream. As we get more people flowing in uh, to join the membership, I have members only live chat. That means everybody can see the video that want to see the video, but only members will be able to check. That's three dollars a rookie. Dog Star, you get personal shout outs before the videos. Maybe after the video, mostly likely before the videos. Um, you give a priority to reply in the chat. Uh, so as soon as I see you, I reply before anybody else. Get early access to pretty much all my non-boxing videos um, there, $10 a month. Then we got the boxing pound for pound superstar for all my boxing boys and, and gals out there. Get early access to prediction and most of our boxing content, virtual video collaborations and open debate. So you know, you wanna pre-record or go live and debate me for a whole video. You got you got early access to new videos, some of the videos in the All Stars book too, and priority reply in the comments. So I see in the comments you get priority reply. No incident, twenty dollars a month. So uh, let me know what you guys do, what you think. Don't have a Patreon no more. So here's where you're gonna get some of that exclusive content I used to have on the Patreon. Peace. All right, we up in her. What it do? I know. I'm, I'm, well, I did go live Wednesday from the car for 20 minutes, but I know y'all owe y'all boxing because I probably ain't going to go live Sunday unless something seriously shake. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm probably not going to go live Sunday. So, here y'all go. Um, Saturday edition. Pretty sure the UFC car about to kick off the Adesanya rematch to somebody. I, I hadn't really uh, paid attention like that. I've been seeing the promo a little bit on ESPN, but uh, yeah, Danny Jacobs lost to John Ryder. In my mind, someone told me to start scoring it, but I didn't. My mind was telling me no, but my <laughs> my scorecard was telling me yeah. So you don't forget you can listen to this replay on Spotify tomorrow morning before ten. Like I said, on the weekend I'm I ain't sleeping today, so I might sleep in tomorrow. I try to have it up the earliest I can. I'm not going to give you a promise, but if I wake up after you use the bathroom, I had to feed the dogs in the morning anyway. So when that happened, then I will come out and uh, I will upload it and all that stuff to Spotify and Anchor. Goodfellow TP podcast. The link should be pinned in the live chat and after the stream. It should be pinned in the comment section. So uh, pretty much we got like uh, obviously Danny Jacobs lost. I always hate to see an American go over to the UK and leave and I always hate to see. The other beat the brother, but we I'll get my opinion on that. Um, you know, you go over there when you go to anybody hometown, backyard country, you already know you're down two points. So even though to the naked eye it might look like or closer to six six or favor Danny Jacob, you know, they gonna find they're gonna get a close rounds to uh to John Ryder then Cambo Ludabella said Camboso is not fighting Devin Haney. That deal is off the table. It is off the table. I go to the article for y'all to uh, 
you see the factual, and then obviously, you know, Ryan Garcia left uh, Canelo Alvarez. So, the team Canelo Alvarez and Eddie Renasso. So, uh, yep, that is what it is at that point. Um, Danny Jacobs' card, you know, like he won the first six rounds, I think you could have found one round to give it to. Uh, I think you could have found one round to give it to John Ryder. He almost won the six, too. Danny Jacobs, you know, put some combinations together in the sixth round. And make sure you hit the thumbs up button when y'all come through the door. Um, like the video. Shout out to everybody watching on Twitch. I got to update, update the Twitch link. I got something coming for the links, man. Instead of you clicking everywhere for a link, I'm going to have one place where you have all the links at. So uh, I posted Ben got it done. Like I said, I'm a little bit behind. Tomorrow I got something to do in the morning. Then I'll update the uh, links. Got something else special in the works. Uh, that probably won't be done at sometime in the middle or late next week. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah, I'm working on all of that as of right now. But, uh, but yeah, Danny Jacobs, you know, uh, went over there and uh, got whooped on. That's exactly what happened. Danny Jacobs went over there, won, like, the first six. But, you know, when you got somebody that's uh, – you got somebody that's like you beating on him, like you he, he boxing them, you know what I'm saying? But he not taking them out, and that was a huge issue. You know that's that's the bad thing about not being a finisher. You know that's the horrible thing about not being a finisher when you beating somebody and you just touching them. You not like Paulo Malinowski not having the power to uh, boxing good when you box good. There's a there's a limitation to there's there's an expectation that you you know you're not hurting somebody you're just touching them touching them you know what I'm saying you touching them you touching them you know you boxing you know even though it's boxing the name of the game is a hit and don't get hit one second the name of the game is hit and don't get hit they they score effective ineffective and effective aggression but over hit and don't get hit they don't even score defense in boxing today. So when you're talking about going in there and you know doing what Danny Jacobs did, you you let you let John Ryder, you set the pace, you allow John Ryder to go in there and weather the storm. And you did he he hurt him several times. He hurt him several times. Danny Jacobs just doesn't have he's just not a finisher. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, in some situations, you know, when you don't when you ain't as when you you know you ain't a finisher at all, this is what you get. When you don't finish your food, this is what you get. You leave food all over the floor. You leave the plate on, on the on the dining room table, the kitchen table. You get roaches. You get rats. You get, you know, whatever else come with that. Ants is all that type of stuff. And Danny Jacobs allowed, you know, allowed ants and roaches to take infest his house. And when Don, John Ryder really wasn't exerting a lot of energy, Danny Jacobs was the one boxing, sticking and moving, Without a purpose, he in there is the amateur. That's why you got the amateurs, and that's why you got the professionals fight. Amateur, you can go in there and buy, outbox somebody and throw some punches and stick and move and win a three or four round fight. In the professionals, it's it's four rounds times three or three rounds times four. So you have to sustain, and that's why a lot of guys don't sustain success in the amateurs. It ain't because it's the headgear going into the pros. You have to sustain conditioning. And the amount of conditioning that you got to have, you know, Danny Jacobs only fought once last year and once the year before last. He was inactive and his legs went. People said, why is he sitting here fighting John Ryder's fight? He couldn't move, bro. 
And Danny Jacobs don't have the greatest defense in the world neither. So when Jacobs had him hurt, Jacobs never followed up and tried to get a knockdown. Knockdown with a one on the fight. What's going on, Henry? What's good? I'm, I just mean Danny Jacobs went in there safety first. He tried to keep it safe. And that's what inactivity do to you. You know, He didn't do his game plan. He gave us a good a good little performance on um, Chavez before Chavez quit on him. He struggled in that fight too. I know, but he did better. Struggle versus uh, Gabriel Rosado. Got a kit. So he's been trending downwards. He they was trending. Fighting, they was fighting a heavyweight pace in that Gabriel Rosado fight. So, you know, like I said before, he, and then you throw inactivity on top of that. You know, really, we thought when he won like the first five or six or six straight rounds, we thought he was going to cruise. And then, you know, he stopped being able to move, he's not a guy to get on his toes, neither. He moving flat-footed, you know what I'm saying? And you know, he got a tendency to throw that heavy, like, sledgehammer type of jab. And he was hitting Ryder clean. He just never finished up. And part of that is rust. Part of that is conditioning. You can't be 35 boxing opponents when you possess the, the speed and the power that Danny Jacobs possessed. Even that super middleweight, Clint, salute. Johnson, salute. Mark Pinkerton, salute. He said, Jacobs, let that one go. I mean... You know, your legs stop working, bro. If you ever play sports, man, first thing to stop going is, is your legs. Even before your chest start hurting, your legs. That's the first thing that start going. And then you put in inactivity with conditioning issues. You know, when you're moving up fighting, you know, super midways, even though John Ryder is a guy that moved up as well, you're supposed to be beating these dudes with speed, trying to box these dudes. He had this dude hurt a few times in like the first four, five, six rounds. And he didn't follow. He tried to follow up. And Danny Jacobs, man, like I said before, it might just be time. It might be time. Now, he's going to try to come back and make some money. He might run back to uh, Al Heyman arms. But, you know, to me, it might be over with. You know, and his his performances have showed that. Money will do it to you. And Danny Jacobs, he had a solid career. He might just get in the Hall of Fame based on beating cancer and stuff of that nature. But, like I said, right now, Good googly moogly. you know, I don't know. He's been progressively looking bad. His career, his highlight of his career is going to be, uh, you know, getting robbed by Triple G. Condition is important in boxing. Yep, yeah. Especially when you want, you ain't a finisher. He got dog. You know, finishing is, is an attribute we don't talk about enough. Mm -hmm. He had a guy right here who had no defense. Good body shot. What was the body shots for if you're not going to follow up? He throwing one two to the body, hitting him with a one two, hitting him countering with a hook, and he rolling at the, he 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 bending over, rolling and trying to reset. Nowhere a thirty five year old with the activity level of Danny Jacobs was going to sustain that. None. He got and any dating Angela Simmons or was dating Angela Simmons boy. He laying pipe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You think Danny Jacobs running around, uh, running uh, miles? He been touching limbs. Since he met Charlo. You know? You think he out here doing the necessary thing? He looking at his bank account. You know, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You know? And credit to Ryder. Because a lot of people probably would have, you know, folded it in, took a knee, hit the canvas, and not got out and got their check. Ryder put himself in position. You know, the rumor, Eddie Hearn said the rumor is David Morrell, but he put himself in position for Caleb Plant now. You know, he put himself in position, you know, if you want to go on a world level, if, Le if David Benavidez beat Lemieux, he put himself in position for that. Possibly put himself in the position for Can Canelo Alvarez fight. If something do happen, 
you know, maybe Canelo Alvarez want to get introduced to the UK. What better opponent? He just beat the great Danny Jacobs. <laughs> you, th you think I get a win over Danny Jacobs? I'm about to go fight David Morrell in the Armory in Minnesota. You smoking crack? Listen, that Armory building. Just know if you fight Morrell in that Armory building, you lost as you signed the contract. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, so if you're gonna come to America, you're gonna want a Vegas fight. You think he probably could? He probably could be Caleb Plant. That's who I'd be targeting. For John Ryder? Hell yeah. He gonna have to go. He gonna have to go get trained by Kenny Porter to do that fight. I don't even think he needs to get trained by Kenny Porter. All he gotta do is what he did here. Caleb Plant is gonna slow down, and I don't think Caleb Plant's chin is as good as Danny Jacobs. Like I said, he gonna need Kenny to teach him that Porter pressure. Or something and something. Pressure. All, he, all, he, all he need to do a little bit more. They ain't doing too much you can do. Once you got a car that's rusted out, what else can you do? Ride it to the to the bottom fall out. He just need to pick up the jab more. Man, Caleb Plant gonna tire himself out. This is the same game plan. Try to steal around the two. You know, I, I think that's his best opponent. David Benavidez gonna go in there and hit him, hit him with that uh Hadouken. Now him and David Benavidez gonna have a straight line palooza. He gonna put David Benavidez gonna put him take him to the upper room, gonna take him to the pearly gates. Harry A.K. Mitchell Robinson said zero uh, pe uh general penny salute, bro. Well, how does it do in Canada? Eh? Yo, they saying I look like Mitchell Robinson. What? I see that shit. You do, bro. <laughs> I can't even lie, bro. <laughs> the Pistons might trade for Mitchell Robinson, so I said I gotta look. I said, damn, this nigga look like Harry, bro. I said, what? <laughs> I looked. I said, what? Yo, what are you looking at? Bro, my niggas look like I guess it's the beard, my nigga. And then you know I don't know, man. I know obviously you're not gonna see it, bro. You know what? I believe that because people all my life I've been mistaken for other people and I go to like new town. Like before the mask mandate, you'll just see me in the store. Somebody woke up to me and say something to me like they know me. They're like, yo, I'm talking to you. And they call me the person name. I look at them. What are you talking about? Oh, no, my fault. So I'm, that's what happened to me all my life. Uh, Lopez Jimmy said, Danny let him back in the fight. He left it uh, in the hands of the judges. He was winning. He got tired, bro. You know, you look at Danny Jacobs' uh, resume. You know, uh, he got tired, bro. It's a reason why he stopped moving, bro. It's conditioning. You can't. Boston is, is a sport. That, you know, you got to be. You gotta be you gotta be active all facets of your career, bro. When you're young, when you when you about to get the money, when you become champion, when you're unified, when you got the money, you have to remain active. The older you no matter especially the older you get, you have to remain active. If you don't, this is what happened, bro. He touched that Canelo bag. He came back in uh December that year, then he fought once in twenty, once in twenty he didn't fight in twenty twenty one, then he fought twenty twenty two. That's what happened to you. He was having he was having close fights ever since he been having close fights, you know. Uh Sergio Moore. They did, yeah, he did. He brought he blessed his leg. I didn't even know they rematch. I didn't even remember that. But uh, they did rematch. He took him out, took Peter Quillen out. And then versus Gennady Golovki, that's the highlight of his career. Then he fought Luis Arias in the uh an uneventful uh fight card. Then he fought Magic Man Lucky. That, I thought he lost that fight. I don't care what your scorecard say. Davichenko, nobody won that fight. That shit should have been a draw. Canelo, he lost that with his African style. Julio Cesar Chavez, he didn't look good in that fight. Rosado, he lost. And John Ryder, he lost. So, I mean, when you start getting money, bro, you start like today, if somebody's put 10 million in your account, you really going to work tomorrow? Come on. 
Romero will stop this dude. Morel will stop this dude within four. Charlo stops Ryder. Charlo in jail. I don't think Charlo. Y'all gotta understand something. The last time Jamal Charlo stopped somebody, it was a, uh, it was the um, Dennis Hogan fight. Mm-hmm. And Jaime softened him up, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. They, him and Jaime just went to war prior to that. <laughs> we gonna clap back. We gonna clap. Talking about lions, though. You need to be saying free the lion. <laughs> Give us free. I just told cousin Freddie. That's it. <laughs> back in the day, I remember you could just choke it, choke a nephew, choke a cousin. <laughs> Shout out to see the hometown. I know hometown decision. That nigga lost that shit. You already down two points. How you establish boxing superstar, my Ellie said by boys, Danny Jacobs, Dayton, Angela Simmons, and you going to the UK on Super Bowl weekend, right? That sound like a setup, bro. When Andre just fought, Andre fought Super Bowl weekend last year. Damn, he did. And he had a Lala Palooza in there. He said, we're Brooklyn at. We're Brooklyn at. He said, pull up Mitchell Robinson. Venice here. He know what he look like. He said, nope, I seen unseen, but he lost. Danny should retire. I thought he got robbed. It looks like he was going through the motion. That nigga ain't getting no rob, bro. You you win the first six. And you can say uh Ryder met one one of those six rounds. And Ryder did what he and he did win in seven. So that should be a draw. But you I remember you in somebody else's backyard, you go to the UK. What you think gonna happen, bro? Malik Scott got a raw deal. Why the guys go over there and get raw deals? What did, what did y'all think? You down two points before you step in the ring. You're, a, you're the only black guy fighting the ring other than your team. What do you think? Come on, that's like going, that's like falling asleep knowing Freddy Cougar gonna visit you at night. Come on, you better have a trap. Once you're inactive and all of them reflexes go at the same time, yeah, for sure. You know, and uh it is what it is. Maybe he he gonna use activity as an excuse, even if he don't say it. He's gonna say, you know what, I'm gonna get back and active, I'm gonna prime this motor, I'm gonna be in the fight this many times. But it's hard when you touching M's and then go back to touching not M's. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, Deontay Water, that's probably one of the reasons he ain't thinking about coming back. Motherfucker did make almost $100 million, if not that, fighting Tyson Fury. Why would I come back first, Andy Ruiz, for two, three million dollars and hope I get on the back end? You sound, you smoking crack. <laughs> yeah, Danny yeah, Stewart going yeah. south and I said, I don't think there's no way Deontay coming back for no $2 million fight. It don't matter who it is. He might just bring his fight to Barclay just to go crazy. Good job, Alhim. Good, Good job, job Alhim. They might just bring Deontay back to the Barclay on a... They might do a Deontay... <laughs> right. They might do Deontay versus Areola too. No, I think Deontay versus Brian Jennings. Get your win. Give a fellow brother a payday and just get out of there. That's a grudge match. They used to beef all the time. Just go ahead and give Brian Jennings a payday. Y'all fight. You know, get it off y'all chest. You know, I take short money for Brian Jennings. You know what I'm saying? Short money. Get an easy win. No offense to Philadelphia, Brian Jennings. He get paid. Make sure he get a million or something. I get four, five, six, seven, eight, nine million. Go, go, go re retire. I ain't gonna sit here and play with uh Andy Ruiz. Andy Ruiz ain't gonna, you know, I mean, some uh, Mexicans might pay for the pay per view, but you hinging, you know, you hinging your bet on pay, on back end money. Danny Jacobs won Southpaw in the second fight, uh, but he's fighting Southpaw. That's, that's the first Southpaw he fought. 
So, I mean... Danny Jacobs go Southpaw, then went Southpaw versus Canelo. He 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 switched. He just... Yeah, Nate said he's... He, Nate said he's... Uh, Nate Campbell said that uh, he was telling him he'd been working on his Southpaw. And they said, man, why are you doing that? Said the very next fight, he's got to try to switch Southpaw. Got dropped by Golovkin. That was, the, that was one of the differences in that fight, too. Golovkin hit him with a hook and a, a, a body <laughs> bump, though. That wasn't <laughs> He was switching, though. Ricky 245 salute. So, man, I said before, bro, um, he gonna come back and fight and get a bag. And he ain't gonna walk away from this. You know, he got he's too much money to be left on there. But, you know, potential trial fight goes down the drain. Go right down the drain. Ricky salute. He said, uh, this was Canelo play for the UK. It was written. I ain't mad at Canelo. Y'all get mad at Canelo, but we don't ask the brothers to go in there and do what they need to do and fight each other and shit. Benavidez raised his hand for Demetrius Andre and Charlo. Charlo been getting Andre and had his knee on Charlo's neck, a foot on Charlo's neck. No pun intended. And um, Benavidez raised his hand. He trying to fight him. Um, we before we bash Canelo or we say anything, just remember everybody at sixty eight had a belt when Canelo wasn't at sixty eight, and they didn't fight each other. You can't say anything about it. You can't say anything. Canelo definitely on his own now. No matter. He was already going. You can talk about you mad, but like Errol Smith won't fight Terrence Crawford. Jamal won't fight Demetrius Zandra before he was free. Give us free. You know, then uh, none of these other niggas fighting each other. Tank won't fight Devin. You know what I'm saying? Um, You know, Jamal won't get Tony Harrison a trilogy. And that probably would have been his better, biggest fight. Keep going on and on, y'all. You know, I got a group on the comment that said, Well, the black fighters don't fight each other at all. The, but Damn. I for not giving Tony a, a trilogy because he's trying to go undisputed. It's not like he said, No, nah, I'm not giving you the trilogy, and he's doing a bunch of stay busy. But so he got you, a, he had to give you a rematch, though. I ain't trying to hear that. I really not. And that's the most money you can make. That's a bar none fact. If you Jamil ever getting on pay per view, it's with Tony Harrison. He was just on. Every successful. He was just on pay <laughs> with your cousin. Rizzo, your cousin. Rizzo. And what happened? What, what the numbers look like? Good googly moogly. The tag team was brother. Tag team back in shaking, breaking. Let's begin party on male chart party on mall. We don't do fifty thousand. Come on, they was doing take tank Davis numbers before take Davis. <laughs> Come on, why you doing stanky tank numbers before tank? And then they say, well. You know, a tank for Easton Cruz, niggas can't sell. You know what I'm saying? Or Charlo fought Dervachenko and Banana Rosario, black people can't sell. You believe not black? I'm not black. I go Medicare. Hey, ain't nobody trying to hear that bullshit, oh. man. <laughs> Come on. But y'all want the man, y'all want the man Earl Spence jump in that ring. Y'all want the man Jamal jump in that ring with Andre, but you want Canelo. To give you a gift. That's just like black people always asking the other to save us. It is a, it is a, we are saver. I didn't say. I waited on Pacquiao. Y'all waited on Floyd. Now y'all waiting on Canelo. What's that song by Tina Marie? Waiting out on the limb. Come on, I'm tired of that, bro. You're right. I'm tired of that. You're right. But that's those fans. They don't believe in, some people don't believe in unification. Some fans don't care that fighters don't unify. They just want to see certain guys in the ring. Well, they names though. They names at the end of the day, like Charlo Andrade. That's a name. That can lead to Maryland Andrade. That's a name. But you know what I'm saying. But 
Like I said, man, like single parents and single fathers, single mothers, and whoever else out there, grandparents, they make a way. You know what I'm saying? These fighters, these black fighters content with hitting singles and doubles and triples when they can hit home. Bro, I don't feel bad for them. I ain't about mad at Canelo, bro. You already know people arguing about a Beaver better or Charlo better. Beaver got knockout. It's the same end to the equation. Canelo can bring a 12-iron, a 2-iron, a sandwich, a putter to the fight. He can bring just his bag with no no clubs at all. It don't matter. You losing. Until Canelo get old, y'all best bet was him jumping up fight Macaboo and coming back down to 68. That was y'all best bet to pull a Roy yeah, Jones. Doing his version of the Roy Jones. That was your best yep. Black fighters ain't far. Black fighters and yeah, like like on on that elite level, bro. Like Floyd, if you can say whatever you want to say about Floyd, Floyd didn't have to fight Zab Judah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they did. And guess Jay Z came out to to to, uh, to the fight and shit. And that's the type of Corey Spinks versus Zab Judah in the, the first in the second fight for sure. That type of energy. Black fighters can create different type of energies that can't be created nowhere else. Just like John Ryder had energy that you can't find in America. Or AJ, they sing a Sweet Caroline, find an energy in the UK. Like Fury and AJ, you can't create an energy you can't create nowhere else. Black fighters can create that type of energy. They just, they advise not to. At the end of the day, man, we're we supposed to be independent, independent, independent thinkers, bro. Can't no white-collar person tell us not to fight him. Charlo lost the opportunity tonight. Him and Charlo should have been fought. Like, come on, bro. You had the, the foundation to fight. Not John Ryder and Charlie. I mean, Michaela playing around the corner. I'm pulling for John Ryder, man. I like John, John Ryder. I like John Ryder's fighting style for entertainment standpoint, but I'm not gonna come out here and and think he's gonna beat anybody. That's man. He beat Sweet Cheeks. I know that, but I never respected his resume to begin with. That's what I'm saying. Like I said before. I think that uh, he deserved, like, why would I go fight David Morrell and get murdered? Like, and I can go fight Caleb Plant and become a PBC superstar and get murdered by Charlo Benavidez for a good price. Why would I go fight David Morrell in Minneapolis Armory, bro? You know what I'm saying? Why would I do that? I don't care about no Reggie Bell. I'm going to go out there and get maimed. I'm going to get maimed for a WBO interim belt. Parker Andrade, WBC interim belt. I'm gonna try to go down and fight Jamal Charlo or fight for his vacant belt versus Jaime. That's dumb. Shout to Jaime out of Danny Jacobs, bro. He a Hall of Famer uh, based on defeating the eye. Two time champion. Is he a two time champion? One time. Well, he was a he regular. Beat for the, he beat Quillen and he also the, uh, the Reggie belt. But yeah, okay. We're gonna make it sound good. He was a two time, one time Reggie belt winner, WBA. And then he was a Bubba Kush winner at IBF. He defeated cancer. I think him and Andre Durrell should be in just based off of, you know, defeating cancer. That's the biggest opponent that you can find. So shout out to Super uh, Super Denny Jacobs, man. Shout out to Andre Durrell, man. Most people don't make it back from that, bro. So that's the that's the best win on anybody's resume in boxing unless they got a similar one. Let's switch. Let's move paces, bro. Uh, okay. So we got uh, DeBella says, Lou DeBella, who is uh, George Camboso's promoter or co-promoter, so Camposo moved on from Haney fight, made her an offer, counter was perpetuous, preposterous. He says Lou DeBella couldn't believe what he was reading Friday. George Camposo promoter took exception to Eddie Hearn's contention in an article. Uh, what was that? Hey, I'm drinking, but I aggregated by boxing.com from Hearn's recent 
um, interview on his own boxer show that DeBella never made him an offer for the Cambodian Devin Haney fight in Australia. DeBella told Boxing.com in a subsequent interview that he made his he made the zone her and in effect hanging an offer over a month ago uh, for Haney to travel to Cambosa's home country to Australia for a lucrative title unification fight with the undefeated unified lightweight champion. Devella wouldn't divulge details of his offer or Hearn's counter offer, but he deemed Hearn's offer sudden, preposterous, and ridiculous. Camboso is not under any contract with the zone, but the streaming service, uh, Hearn's matchroom box secured the rights to his career change and upset of previous unbeaten Teofimo Lopez on November 27th because Trailer Fight Club defaulted on a stunning winning offer. And so, uh, submitted la uh, last February 25th in the IBF purse bid. So they still got paid a little bit of money. I forget. I think T.O. said he got like 50 grand or 500 grand for not fighting in default judgment. Las Vegas, Devin Haney, 26 and 0, 15 big ones. WC World, 135-pound champions on the contract. Okay, okay. I don't care about that. These niggas giving Michael Buffer interviews. And the regular WBC champion of the world, Devin, the dream, used to be black China, got a beamer, got a biz, got a Rolls Royce, hey, me, you may get a record off. He said, cool, I made the hardest loot, but I made the offer first to the zone because Eddie Hearn has nothing to do with my fire, despite the fact that since before the fight with TFEMO, he was trying to confuse people and act like he did, the Bella told Boxing.com, quote, but I made an offer, an offer to him over a month ago. Within an hour of one another, I made an offer to both the zone and Eddie. The zone told me Eddie would counter the offer. Eddie countered the offer on January 28th with something that was beyond insult. But I'm not going to talk about the details of our discussion because I don't believe in negotiating the press. I'm not going to engage in the back and forth with someone who is just a bold-faced line. So, uh, with the division's highest command, so that's pretty much, he said, Fulton Cambosa's first defense and aforementioned titles will be provided in part by the Australian government, which views the event as means to boost to tourism. Tourism. To quote, I made a very far offer to Eddie. It was uh, countered with something ridiculous, Isabella said. Quote, we're moving on, okay? And by the way, there's a lot of concern in Australia, even though Bill and Devin keep saying they'll do whatever it takes. They've made it very clear they're not yet vaccinated. There's about to be a law put in effect potentially in Australia where you must be boosted, not only fully vaccinated, but boosted to go to the event. So, I mean, the reality is I made an offer weeks ago and weeks ago. I countered with something that was not only an unfair response. It was preposterous. My thing is this. So, what, six months you had a booster? So, right then and there, if you knew this law was about to be in effect, like, boy, that ends negotiation right there. Anybody going, if you have to have a booster shot, you have to have the, so it'll take what? It depends what you do. Let's say, let's say one, let's say you get the fire. Take, all right, take the fire. So then it's like 30 days later, a month later, whatever, 31. You no, get the second one. You got to do, huh? for Pfizer, you got to take it right now and then three weeks from right now. You yeah, back. okay, three weeks. But then you got to wait six months for those booster shots. Exactly. So if I got to wait six months, like, bro, then okay. Uh, March, April, May, June, July. Like, bro, you try to do it in June or July, bro. Like, bro, right then and there, it should have ended it, bro. He said Eddie was going around saying he not received the offer from us when people who he does business with at the zone who are his benefactors 100% know that he's not telling the truth. If I didn't see this article right, and I would have kept my mouth shut, but he's lying all over the place, and I've had enough of it. I'm tired of the, I'm top of all the happy BS. And you can quote that. I'm tired of all the happy. I don't even care about the fight, bro. Like, 
Really, this fight does nothing for boxing, bro. I don't care about you going over to Australia, bro. I want to see the brother get the belts. That's about it. I don't care about Camboso. I don't care if he fight Ryan Garcia. But if you hedging your bets on Ryan Garcia and taking interim fights and then fight Ryan Garcia, you dumb as the days of this long. If I'm Devin Haney, I'm like, yo, God, he ain't no second chances, bro. Don't come back to me begging me. The thing with Devin Haney is Devin Haney's not staying at this division too much longer. He knows that he can beat you fighting properly and being disciplined, unlike Lopez. So he want to get the fight done in the worst way. But these guys talking about, I want to go to Australia. You're not going to sell a single pay-per-view in America. You won your belt in America. When's the last time you fought in Australia, a meaningful fight? Come on, man. And they know that he fought uh, Lee Shelby, and he got away with a robbery. That's why he wants to fight Haney in Australia. Why is he just Haney, bro? He can't. He know he don't want to fight Haney because he know that style kind of mirrors, even though uh, Lee Shelby is more arky-jerky. But that style going to give him problems. Like I said before, I don't care if you're a regional Australian-type fighter, bro. If that, but Bella probably telling the truth. But guess what? The Pilgrim, Bella. I don't know who telling the truth, right? I, I don't really care who telling the truth. At the end of the day, if you want to fight Ryan Garcia, get it done. You're going to fight Lomachenko, get it done. The fact of the matter is you are the underdog, whoever you fight out the three. And Eddie Hearn, Eddie Hearn admitted, he admitted in his article he did yesterday, uh, I'll let you go here, but he admitted, I'm going to put an article where he said the zone preferred, what probably prefers Ryan Garcia, so I probably believe what Lou's saying. If, if you had to put a gun to my head, I probably believe Lou. And I'm fine with the, what they, they prefer, but just know, just know you you really shooting Devin Haney in the back when y'all, when y'all do this, because Ryan Garcia hasn't fought in 12 months. He's not he's not about to fight you straight up. He's not fighting you. Well, they taking interim fights. They taking interim titles. They, so we don't take a tune up, Camboso. Oh, yo, this shit is the funniest shit of all time. Hold on. Pause. <laughs> yo. Yo. Bro, look at you. Get your boy. <laughs> yo. Oh, man. <laughs> yo, why it look like, why it look like somebody pistol whip AJ, bro? <laughs> I don't want you to fight anymore. Who's the with the shoveling boing? Okay, I didn't show that picture, bro. Um, um, so he did this article, right? And uh, let me see if I can pull this joint up. I seen it. Uh, I did a video on it. So this is what Eddie Hearn saying. He says that uh, it's all very happy with Cambosa Haney. Says Eddie Hearn. Now, I'm not the smartest dude in the in the world, right? I'm not the best at you know. Manuscript, but I, I know how to read. So he said, uh, oh, let me see. Let me see if I can find this. Hold on. Here we go. Right? He said, perhaps the zone is happy with Haney, as Hearn said, but they might also be looking to hold on. Oh, that's not what he said. I'm trying to find a, a part where he said that. Uh, he said, I don't know. Uh, Eddie Hurst, I don't know. It's just weird. It's like, I understand Haney is a big draw. I mean, Garcia, Ryan Garcia is a big draw. And maybe the zone prefers that fight. Did you go right there? What you mean, maybe? What you mean, maybe? Like, don't you work with the zone? Don't you work for the zone? Don't you push a certain amount of content out for the zone? That's really what do we mean, maybe? They want Ryan 
to get a title fight because Ryan Garcia got all this popularity, but he don't got no big fight. So they, it's like they just don't want him to get the fight because just like yo, you too popular to not have a championship fight. And also, they're trying to see who you really is at the same time. And is he vaccinated? Who knows? Like I said before, who knows? Black Fire's saying, he said, I fought David Benavidez for that. I mean, you can fight David as much as you want to. People shit happen. Jacobs is a token black. Okay, I'm not going there, bro. I'm not, I'm not going there. You're going to have Danny Jacobs looking to get me robbed when I go to New York City. Remember, Zab, Judah, Corey, Spinks, Winky, first Bernard. The day, yeah, I, I said, I mean, Wookie versus Bernard got my popcorn ready. That was a regular HBO. Give me that, that black bottle, fight. coach. Huh? That was a great fight. It was. I thought Wookie is, but I was a Wookie fan too. I love Bernard too. Y'all give Carlo too much credit. Man, I ain't giving him no credit. He in jail, not. I don't. Remember, I don't remember bigging him up today, bro. I think he's talking about the comment section. Oh, so love you, right, CJ? What's going on, Sean? Salute y'all. Support the channel, Cash App, right here. Dollar sign, CJ. Good three one three. But like I said, he know they prefer the zone, and Eddie Hearn probably is the one line. But you know what? If Ryan go over there and fight George Camboso, well, I wake up at six in the morning and watch that fight. I probably won't. Exactly. <laughs> if I'm up, if I'm up for work, I probably watch it. Like you guys about to fight at seven a.m. in New York, and I mean East Coast time. Like yo, bro, you really want me? Like, come on, man, stop doing that. And then Devin Haney traveling over there, and he can't punch. That's just a recipe to get robbed. What's that song about Fifty Cent? How to rob? Yeah, probably blessing in disguise, bro. Fifty Cent with Fifty Cent and Mad Rapper, all they getting robbed. Yeah, so I mean, at the end of that, it's probably a bad thing to go over there anyway. If you can't punch. I don't think you should be going to Australia regardless. You see Lee Selby, he watched George Campbell, so he got robbed. I think they fought in the UK, too. He got robbed. So it is what it is. Like I said before, Campbell's holding something up that in America, it means, it's a, it means nothing, bro. When I talk about this, I don't get no views. So I just do it just for the sake of archive and keeping footnotes. But like I said before, he can go on and think he's an emperor or some shit like that. Go ahead. Eventually, Bob Aaron gonna put Lomachenko in position to fight you. Either you're gonna drop the belt or you're gonna fight. Knowing Bob, he's gonna have Lomachenko the mandatory for, for two of the three belts you hold. So you all uh, four of them. Oh, uh, you're you gonna drop it like it's hot, or you're gonna let Lomo combo up. Combo up. You ain't lying. I'm the emperor, and what's the emperor? To? I said, bro, I hate. He, he talked about, I hate hypocrite. You talked about Tiafimo Lopez, and you turn around and show out, show your butt too. I don't care the what how he, he doing all of this. I care like are you fighting somebody? Cause nobody wants to know who you are and hear your trash talk. Like to be honest, you at the stage of your career, you need you should have did a stay busy fight, to be honest. Just to That's what he's gonna do. That's what he's gonna do. That's what the Ryan Garcia deal is. They both take interim state and the guy Ryan Garcia fighting Emmanuel Tago, he's a Luda Bella fighter. So the rumor is they both gonna take interim fight, then they're gonna fight, you know. I don't know, sometime later in the year. Camboso might get upset, just like Jared Heard did, just like Julian Williams did. Oh, nigga, I'll throw a party. He really might Would get you? upset, man. His fighting style is not polished enough for anything more than slugging. <laughs> and, that, and that thing, people don't understand, like, George Camboso could fight anywhere in the world because he going to come to slug or get cooked. Devin Haney's style is for America only. It's for Europe only. He can't he can't go to your country and fight you. Nobody want to see three jabs of hook in a straight and then you walk 10 steps across the ring. People get mad <laughs> when you're in the wrong line. They ain't even attractive in uh in uh in America, bro. 
You don't get no credit for boxing? Well, everything looks cooler at those smaller divisions. So him doing that looks cooler than Caleb Plant doing it and then getting a comp, getting um, um, a wide check hook to death. Chief Ray Carl said, laugh out loud. He said, good point. And Bobby said, how much is the asset price for a scum boss? I but nobody know no, the numbers, bro. Like they just saying you. I'm not gonna say the number. You are not gonna say the number. Habitat, habitat, habitat. I mean, I don't care about these pilgrims arguing, bro. I really don't. Are we gonna produce a fight that? As simple as that. We yeah, like y'all wire AJ. We fighting or we texting. This is the new era. Yeah, he's lying, and you know, in my times out of ten, Eddie Hearn probably is the one line. But Devin Haney probably don't want to go over there. And you can't even have a knockout power. I don't blame you. I don't. Devin Haney make it way more than Camboso ever made. In one fight, he probably made Camboso career. <laughs> so at the end of the day, Devin Haney prepare to go up to 140, prepare to start, you know, doing something. But it's dangerous up there. You know, 40 is just as dangerous as 54. Any given night, you can get beat. So you better, you better hope that, you know, you better hope moving up the answer. If it ain't, better hope they save all that money. Those two catchweight divisions are very dangerous because it's got a lot of people who are never going to get title fights that fight hard as hell. Yep. Like that Matias guy that fought, uh, what was the remaster kid? Sabrio Matias? Bruh. You got niggas up there willing to take some to get some. You better off moving up straight up to welterweight. <laughs> Honestly, you shouldn't fight Connor Ben and uh Nah, he better off going to welterweight and, and cooking him a and cooking him a telly or something. A B Mikey Garcia or something like that. That's a like 40, 40 and 50 vote, bro. Like, man. In certain certain divisions, it's certain divisions you go for the champion, in certain divisions you ease. Like Jaime was able to still ease into 160. You can do that at 160. Going to 40, going to uh 54, you might as well just, just go straight on in. To the real to a real division, not a catch. Yeah, you might go straight for the champions. Straight for the champions. Yeah, watch the Jack Denny down for three and a half hour, man. Some stuff happened today. Damn, three and a half hour, bro. It's gonna take me about five days to watch that. <laughs> I just finished, you know, I watched the uh man uh no, the book of Boba Fett uh seven episode, bro. I was recut I was ranting about that the whole way home when I had to go shoot a move. But yeah, it was good though. When like I said I'm a huge Star Wars fan, uh, Lion Killer know it all. That's right, the Lion Killer podcast. You know all that shit. Handy gonna mess around and run to Josh. No, nah, right, Josh Taylor moving up, bro. Josh they both Taylor got the same trainer. Josh Taylor about yeah. to get his one off, and then he going straight. And he had a black eye too, bro. Like somebody beat his ass to spawn. The thing Devin is, Han those guys, Josh Taylor probably trying to get his um get ready for the fight. He probably did some sparring with no headgear, which is which is not yeah. too bad at at the weights that he's at, but like people like Mike Tyson that did it, um, getting hit by a man over 175 pounds. That's, um, that's suicide to your health system. But Tyson did it. I wouldn't say do it now, but he probably did some sparring with the head girl. Wouldn't recommend it, but a lot of people like having a peripheral though. <laughs> I understand it. I, I understand a hundred percent. Yeah. A lot of people like having a peripheral. It's going to be me. But trust and me, I, Josh Taylor got Josh Taylor ain't got no time to do no two more or eighteen months at this division. So no, he, he might have to give it up. Might have to give it up. But he said Devin Haney is the hardest working 
Like, well, currently, I don't know that, bro. I'm not in camp with all 15 and 40 ranked in these sanctions, bro. Body. I can't say you're the hardest working. Just because you're the hardest working don't mean you're the best, though. You can work hard. A lot of motherfuckers work hard their whole life, and they ain't got a uh, ain't got ten percent or one percent of what Rick Ross got. Let alone Jeff Bezos and the six people or four people that own Walmart. Hard working means nothing. Smart work is where you at. Your parents have worked all their life. You know what I'm saying? They ain't got me in the show for it, and they obviously they don't care as long as they got benefits. Hard working means nothing if it's not done in the correct manner. Hard work, smart work. That's how you work. Devin Haney probably do need to move up, bro. That five pounds may be the difference in taking the punch and not taking the punch. Tiafima Lopez showed y'all that. Five pounds could be a world. It could be a different. That's a whole, like, what? That's what? That's uh, that's 10,000 calories that he can eat di differently throughout camp. You know, because 2,000 is based on the daily. Well, what could be more than 10, than 10 because... What he buying, he can eat. So it might be a, he can take do what he want to do at one forty. He can tell he can go fight top 20, 30 guys if you want to, 40 guys. You know, if you don't got a title, you're not holding up nothing. But then again, you don't want that pay grade drop off neither. Sometimes it's better than nickel and dime. He ain't holding nothing up at lightweight. Yeah, but sometimes it ain't wrong. It ain't bad to nickel and dime, bro. You break a hole. I don't know you what Kevin's gonna do, but all I know is you're not fighting Cambo, so so Get yeah, you, get he you told a, you that right here. Get you a good fight. Get you a good fight. The middle of the year and go to one forty at the end of the year. Josh Taylor about the Josh Taylor about to drop. Josh about to drop it like it's hot. And what six weeks? Come on, man. <laughs> man, after paying taxes and lawyer fees and all daddy's badass credit, buying Viagra, tricking with these sack chases around here, thirty and forty dollars mm -hmm. every now and then. I ain't end up with a million dollars. Yeah, man. Support the channel. Hit me up Cash App. See dollar sign CJ Good313. Venmo CJ Good313. PayPal link description. Got a question? Hit me up on Super Chat. He said, CJ, you think Ryan fight George? And then, I, man, I don't, I don't believe in nothing Ryan doing. Ryan had a cooking channel. He uploaded every Wednesday. I, I would expect him it to be delayed. <laughs> Joe Goose about to let him do whatever he want to do in camp. Today, Joe, instead of hitting the bag and hit and doing push-ups, let's bake blueberry muffins on my Instagram page. And Joe, I pay you hundred k. If you look at this dude, uh, if you look at his his Twitter page, bro, ain't nothing but DraftKings, bro. He his parents really need to sit him down and be like, bro, we ain't Ryan Garcia gonna get hurt. I don't know about the getting hurt because if you look at Ryan Garcia's last couple of opponents, besides Luke Campbell, all of them guys is really small. Luke people. Campbell had that boy on the floor looking for ones. Dollar yeah, Bill was like, make sure y'all get these ones. One thing I can tell you is he, whether his parents want him to spar a lot, they doing something right because that man got hit with a haymaker, didn't even block it a little bit and got off the floor. The ref, the ref was mm -hmm. counting as Ryan bounced off the floor. I respect it. He got up. He got up. He got. He got in the fight right back. He, he, he get hit. He get hit. He get hit by man. He he on ball time. If he don't put both feet in boxing, that's what I'm saying. If Ryan Garcia don't fight any. If Ryan Garcia just fighting for the popularity and to have highlight reels for the internet, he's he's on a great pace. He fought one hard fight. Can Boso? Can Boso ain't no pushover? We can say a lot of things about him. On his football. I say nothing about Camboso just now because I don't believe Ryan is fighting Camboso till I see one waiting in the ring and one walking into the ring. Until that, I don't believe it. 
Josh Regis gave Devin the bit. Regis is, is an established fighter, no doubt about it. Taylor fighting Cepeda in June before his wedding, bro. I wouldn't even take that chance. I'd rather go fight uh uh Michael Fox. Wait, don't <laughs> fight Calderon like six weeks from now or like no six weeks, ain't it like the 26th? Oh, twenty-second? Oh no. You fighting Calderon next weekend? It's like two two weeks. Kale Brook fight next weekend versus Amir Khan. Y'all excited about Kale Brook and Amir Khan fight week? Huh. Yeah, they fight the twenty sixth. Same thing as Colbert. Well, Colbert opponent uh got the he got the he got the uh virus. So he got the thing thing. All right, got that thing. They got that thing. He was I'm about to fight. I'm about to beat Colbert. It was like. <laughs> Right. He counted his money hundreds and fifties, twenties, give the ones to the poor. You poor niggas right here. They said, "Man, your shit came back positive for what?" But that, <laughs> if true, that, if true, Haney might fight Gary Anton Russell. There's a lot of trees to bark up at one forty, and that ain't one of them. You go fight Anton Russell. You might as well just say, "Yo, Josh, do it for me. Let me just sub." Go for the title. Go fight for a you title. Might as well fight, you might as well fight a prime Josh Taylor, bro. It's the go same. Economy, it's the same beating. Different combos coming your way. It's the same beating. He said, "If Devin had him, wasn't one. He better stay away from Regis and Easter. Regis busting at the seams anyway. You might want to take off, touch his body a couple times. He might get." He might be in trouble. Easter, he called out Easter when he was at 35 when Easter was a champion. So Easter, well, Easter got shot. Yeah, Easter got shot. So yeah, he got shot three times. Shout out to Easter. Hopefully you get better, bro. Get out of Toledo. He's not man. fighting no more, bro. He's not fighting. Yeah. You talking about period? Easter's done fighting, bro. You know what just happened to him. What are you shot at? I ain't really done. All right. Shit. I hope he ain't done. Shit. All right. I don't know he got shot. I ain't speaking on the now. I don't know he got shot at, but I hope he come back and fight, bro. If he don't, yeah, I don't know what to say. So OJ Simpson is fighting the Rens Tate in June. <laughs> is you serious? Line get the Yeah, line. Oh, what is that? What is that? <laughs> Do we get to wear the gloves? And I ain't talking about the boxing gloves. <laughs> he gonna come to the ring with them things on. Put some respect on my name. He wearing them gloves. He wearing them gloves. I got one hundred on OJ. <laughs> I got all my money on OJ. He get to wear them gloves where he was acquitted. It better not be <laughs> Lorenz Tate, bro. He better keep making movies, man. OJ is a, is a stone cold alleged. You know what I'm trying to say? Uh-huh. Get him out of here! Get him out of here! Get him out of here, Dwayne. I'm surprised he didn't call Mike Coppers a three-letter word. I just leave it at that. <laughs> he didn't call him that. He knows him in real life. He didn't want to violate his soul. Mike yeah, bro. LGBT would have been like, Bob, nah, you said the letter. He just said, like, I said, I said, what? <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't say nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bunny ain't fighting for it. Well, why don't we come back and provide for his family? He said knife match. You, like, want, wrist. you want Bunny to come back from... From they tried to turn the they tried to make Bunny the new Fifty Cent at PBC. He yeah. got hit three. I mean, the pin where he got shot at. Shit, never bro, know. It might be over this. Floyd Daddy got shot in the leg. It was over with. Stuntman can stuntman could could jump could be jumping out the roof, but 
But Bunny could get turned to target practice, and we still want him to come back. All right. Hey, of course he's planning on coming back. Unless they told him he can, he's still planning on coming back. You crazy. Jumping out the roof. All right. Bro, you sound crazy if you think he don't think he's coming back unless they told him he ain't coming back. And he still think he is coming back. That's crazy. You got you got family feet like everybody else. That's a fact. So yeah. Haney not getting a fight. That's what it say. The Bella Cabello moves on from Haney fight. Like a knife fight. <laughs> yeah, I bet not fighting this. That's <laughs> what she told him he has to fight. He moving up, bro. He's moving up, dog. He got to have a homecoming fight. He moving up. And uh, Joel Calvin, with this Joel Calvin, you said, "Ooh, guys, smoke Spence easy if he in condition." When you I don't know. You might know some. He said on fight height, a roadie was a translator. <laughs> All right. You wrong. Yeah, roadie was a translator. He was explaining how he beat him and stuff. He also this Ugas trainer for not building guys up from the ground up, but you know that was a little bit something different. <laughs> Canelo will fight Jacob's opponent next. I ain't mad at him, shit, man. He probably will. He definitely he probably called him today. He said, "Great win, my friend." Um, what are you doing in December? <laughs> Say, man, I don't know yet, Canelo. Well, I tell you what, you know, I send you one million in advance. You get three, three million after the fight. We do this right now. He's like, okay. <laughs> I send Western Union. That's fine. <laughs> I prefer Cash App, man. But you know, Cash App only stop at twenty k. Western Union, my friend. <laughs> I don't care if you get COVID. I don't care if you don't make the weight. Just when I say down in eleven, down in eleven, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so you want me to go down? Don't talk too loud on the phone. It might stick. We we talk about this in person. I'd be over there with Eddie uh Monday, Monday after the Super Bowl, my friend. Dr. Dre wants me to come on stage. I'm like, doctor. I'm like, Dre, I don't know. My fight coming up. He said, Well, Eminem won't pull out his penis, so don't worry about that. <laughs> he said that I said, man. <laughs> don't worry about that. You know, if you, you want to come to Super Bowl, John Ryder, it's only six, seven hour flight. You come, John. You know, does it cut to my pay? No, my friend. When I say go down, you go down. We have no issue. Cartel don't. They don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> they they just drop money off and leave. Now, if you go down in twelve, I can't help you. No. Your family gets the money. Your family gets money. Your family gets money. I'm telling you 11 now. If you drop a second after 12, I don't know. I don't know. 10, I might save life. After 11, 12, technically, I don't know. Eddie Eddie knows the, the Pacifics. Talk to Eddie. Cashmere is Cuban. Was Cuban. That's his opinion based on opinion. That nigga actually did a demonstration. That nigga started. I'm like, okay, Cashmere, you might need to tag me in to help your boy. Yes. You might need to tag. Rolly was said he is. He, Rolly was talking better English ever. He might be right. Who knows? If you think he's got, coming to a fight unconditioned, you smoking that smooth. No, he said that. He said Ugas has to come into condition. Ugas in great condition. He beats him easy. He said he beats him with the same. I'm paraphrasing. He beats him with the same game plan that uh, he beat Pacquiao with. 
It's oh. gonna be hard to beat somebody that that knows how to cut the ring off only and going. I don't, I don't know because you don't cut the ring off on Ugas. If Ugas going backwards, Ugas gonna get his check. <laughs> He's like, Ugas going to get his check. If Ugas is moving, if Chris is moving Ugas backwards, go get your check. <laughs> go get your check. You know, uh, he, he kind of go look at it's on fire. He explained the interview. He said that. Uh, I forget all he said. I'm drinking, but he said some 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 stuff. He said that uh, you know, uh, he said Earl can't fight on the back foot. That's exactly what he said. So, I mean, it's a good interview. He believe in him. You know, they do stick together. But like I said before, it's a good fight. I think Ugas might be catching Spence at the best possible time he can catch him on. And one thing about Ugas, he he gonna be in position to 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 pressure Spence. It's gonna be interesting. Spence is gonna fight somebody he never fought before. What do you gonna mean? Fight strong. Strong opponent, pressure counterpuncher. Go fight a pressure counterpuncher. How many times do you see a pressure counterpuncher? Not not an aggressive pressure fighter. Somebody that he lives off your mistakes. The more this throws, Lake Minotaur. Like I said, the more Earl throws, the more trouble he in. He got to find that out earlier. When everything, Earl got to go back to the punches that he make that make count. Everything has to be crisp, snap at the end of the shot. If he throws some bullshit out like he do versus Mikey, he's going to pay. That is a fact. Ugas will make you pay. Now, if he just overran Ugas, with, anytime, anytime Ugas is moving backwards, half step, half inch, full inch, he's losing that fight. Errol not, not here to make you do anything but go backwards, hit them ropes. And that's that's kind of what make the fight interesting other than the injuries. Arrow is not here for no boxing match. He boxed Mikey for the culture. For their nah, culture. I culture. I don't know how you bought, but I said before, whoever culture. He whoever, I think Earl, I think Earl is moving backwards. He has a better chance than Ugas. I'm telling y'all this as far as the chess match, as far as real estate, it's gonna be very interesting. When Ugas is forced to go backwards, when have you seen really Ugas other than reset and come back forward, go backwards? Ugas gonna get pushed backwards by somebody that does. I don't know. I don't know, bro. Ugas fought that was. That I don't know. Any, look, look, anytime. I think Ugas gonna get knocked out going forward before he go backwards. <laughs> I just think that's what's gonna be. Yeah, I think that's what's gonna be. He'll get knocked out going forward before he go backwards. I just don't see the knockout. I can see knocked down. So I don't. I don't bro, see that. He's going to get knocked out before he go back. If he go backwards, email it in. I say I'm wrong. He get the boxing to survive it. Ugas, you know, them Cubans, they're not conditioned to survive. When they when they let they surviving, that's just their style. Amateurish. So I'm telling you, he, he it's a real estate war. And I think if Earl Spence throw a thousand punches in this fight, I can almost guarantee that he gonna win or he gonna win by slimmest of margin or he's gonna lose. Anytime you open up, anytime you open up versus a counter puncher, bro, that's what they want. I don't think a thousand punches are coming out. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Anything close to that. If he throw shit that land, me interesting. Guys like Ugas, you don't go to their body. It's a reason why. They make you pay. So, you know, you I don't think Ugas got much of a chance. Go ahead. You could go to Ugas' body on the ropes only. Bruh, would that nigga be on the ropes? That's you got to ask yourself. Like, how many times you really seen Ugas? Like going backwards, bro. Like I, I haven't watched a lot. I watched a lot of some of his fights, but the Ray Robinson fight, even the Abel Ramos fight, Ugas is one of them niggas that just he like. Let's call it what it is. He's a Chavez senior type of fighter without the aggression. Ugas gonna come forward. That's just style, bro. And Earl gonna have to. 
Earl is gonna take a lot. It's gonna take a lot to Earl to tame that beast, bro. Once he if he tame him, I think I'm it's gonna be tough to knock out Ugas, but like I said before, Ugas is a guy that comes one thing I watch about him, bro. I'll tell you some things about Ugas I do appreciate. He's a pressure fighter that counter they actually got really good defense, bro. And he has the better corner in this fight. I will say that. The better corner? By far. It, it ain't even close, bro. Ishmael is a le- is a legend, bro. My thing is with somebody like Ugas, you've never fought somebody with this good of footwork and this much ring generalship, and that's about to show you. That's about to show you because Earl don't gotta throw them them, them nine hundred punches that we have seen him do a couple times the past four years. And he should not throw them nine hundred punches. By the way, we don't, oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying he should do it, but I'm just saying Earl has won fights without the nine hundred punches. Well, Ugas who has he fought as a savvy and crafty as Ugas? I'm just trying to put that back. Huh? They never. If that's what you, how you feel, that means they never fought a guy like each other. Then they haven't. And like I said before, Ugas is is very slippery pressure fighter. Earl is gonna have to find that target, bro. I trust Earl to win this fight before I trust Ugas to win this fight, just because. Well, honestly, Earl is Earl is at home. Of course, he up three points. Like John Rogers up two tonight. That's a fact. I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about it because I just don't. I just feel Ugas' fighting style is best for people who are smaller than him that he gets to tower over. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that, bro. I think he did pretty well versus uh, uh, Ray Robinson. I don't agree with that. I think Ugas' style is is is. I think Stugas style by trade is good for guys that throw a lot of punches. Just by trade. That's really good at. And I think Ugas is one of those guys like Sean Porter who rises and falls to the levels of opposition. I know that for a fact. Omar Figueroa, Abraham Ramos, Sheree Robinson, he rose to the occasion. He's that type of fighter. And I think he's the type of fighter that might challenge Boots more, most in more than 90% of the division would. That's, a, that's somebody Ugas will rock. I'm just telling yeah. you that's how it is. Yeah, and with Earl Spence, Earl Spence bringing us home. But the number one objective is going to be to take that jab away from Earl Spence. And once that happens, that's what Cubans do. They take your best asset away. The fight's going to get not. Who else might come in there and get beat on? He might. He might keep running to shots. I think more likely for Earl win, who else going to keep running to shots till he get knocked out? If Earl is taking a jab away in, is very stupid when you're not fighting somebody in the same stance as you. If you going in there to take a jab away, that means you're gonna slip it and throw big shots. But that's that's his big yeah, that's what he gonna do. <laughs> watch, I, I, watch, I watch Ugas, bro. Ugas is a guy that slips in there. Go ahead, go ahead. I just don't trust that that logic on with this guy. It's his fight, bro. Gotta watch his fight. Sean took his arrow jab away and it was competitive. When the last time you fight like Sean Porter in your life? But I'm just saying, you have to take what Cubans do is what, what smart fighters do is take away your best asset. That's what they do. That's what they do. If Floyd fighting you and you a power puncher, he gonna take away the power. And now, how you take away the power is his. He can get inside your chest and take away. It depends on the fighter you fight. If you fight somebody like Mike Tyson, he can generate power in short spaces. You fight somebody like Kovalev, he keep his pop pop at the end of his his his, his, his at the end of his snap. When he snapped, that's his power. Andre Ward tried to get on the end. The reason Ward took the risk of slipping on the inside is getting inside his, his snap. He ran into a shot. <laughs> but 
<laughs> certain type of punchers. You have some punchers that in the sword space, like Mike, they're able to generate power, and that's what he's gonna do. He's gonna try to take away his jab away and then try to go to work. The problem with Ugas is Earl not gonna give him the real estate. It's really gonna be a sock and rock, it's gonna be a sock and rock type of uh match for Ugas. Really is. Clint say down eleven. It is what it is, bro. You know you go to somebody's backyard, you know you need a knockout. I mean, Loma is, one, is the one who lost and looking sweet, not Devin. Devin a Washington. Lomachenko a dominant fighter, bro. I will say that, bro. Lomachenko a hell of a fighter. I'm not going to see her hate on that man. Lomachenko probably whoop everybody at that division, bro. That's kind of there. Bob on Josh and T.O. That is true. And T.O. T.O. about to get spanked. He said Spence by landslide. I'm not sure it's going to be a landslide, bro. Eight to four. Eight to four. I think it's eight to four type of fight. Seven, five. Like I said before, man, people sleeping on eye injuries, bro. If yo, if he, his lead eye is injured, bro, and also he's inactive too, and and Spence and Ugas fight in September. So Ugas, if there's ever a fight that Ugas can win versus another champion, guess what? Is this one? And I'm and honestly, he got a great, he got a good style for Crawford too. In the beginning, until Crawford, fit. it's a it's a good Ugas got a good style, bro. To be honest, he yeah, got but, a good style, but we don't know that chin. We don't know that chin. I don't think the chin is bad, bro. It's not that I don't think the chin is bad. I just see. I just think at this level, you got two guys that punch that are better punchers than everybody you ever fought. But you know, the thing to a puncher is a dude who got defense who could take a punch. And I think Ugas, if he didn't have a chin, Ugas, that nigga be back. He'd be still in Cuba reading books. He'd be a philosopher. It's not that I don't think he got a chin. I think these guys have his remedy. Ugas, Ugas needs to punch with you. Terrence Crawford don't need to punch with you. Errol Spence fights a lot similar to people like a young George Foreman. I want to throw the shots and I want you to get hit. Errol don't need no punch with me. Nah, nah. I'm about to make that's the remedy though. If you can punch with Errol Spence, which is tough to do, you're gonna bring something that he ain't seen before. Well, you, know, you, got more, you got a more you got a bigger opportunity to punch with Terrence Crawford. That's a fact. With Bud, yeah, you you, you got a better job to punch with him. With him. But the punch thing is, is a little dangerous because the footwork, the footwork can make you. But the thing about it is, you got a better chance. He he more likely gonna open up to close you out, or he he more likely to open up when he's short. The thing with Earl Spence is tough because he keep it. It's hard to counter straight shots, really, bro. Especially when somebody like Spence bring his hands back home. He's very technically and fundamentally sound, bro. So when Spence throw a one two, the one coming back home, the two coming back home, and the ten, the chin is staying tough. So you punch him with Spence, but it's tough. It's very tough. Everything is everything is tight. Even with Spence on the outside, everything is tight and everything is home. You know, after you get closer, you shorten the target. You you know you tighten the target up. Spence is tight on the outside too. So the thing the thing about that is, if I Spence is looping around the guard. Uh, working up and down, taking his jab away and making him this jab is his best weapon. So, like I said before, who guys know what he need to do, bro? Um, and the question is, everybody know what they need to do. You know, when you fight a particular fighter, everybody knew Mike Tyson was shorter, shorter than everybody else. Don't let Mike get on the inside. Guess what? And it's still, Mike got on the inside. And it's still happening. It still happens. So, so contingency plans are important. Did I hear something? Okay, I'm not going through that. You got it. <laughs> You're right. He lets you uh, get your off your high guard, but sometimes he catches shooting. But he's not he's not a great catch and shoot fighter. He can catch and shoot. A lot of times to me, when Earl catches shoot, is more of a hail mary than it's more of a defense mechanism than it is to land. Think about Ugas. Ugas is gonna challenge him, bro. I'm telling y'all. 
Ugas is going to challenge him. It might be for a round, might be for four, might be for five, might be for six, might be for ten, might be for twelve. I'm not Joke. saying I'm not challenging. What I'm saying, Ugas ain't coming out here. Ugas not about to have a bunch of big moments. I don't. Uh, I disagree with that, bro. I think he's gonna have quite a few. You remember you fighting a dude with an eye injury? Now that is a fact. You fighting a dude who ain't been active. I don't know. I don't know what's the official diagnosis of this eye injury. It is what it is. But he fighting a dude who ain't fought. That is a fact. You find the guy who fought in September, come back in April. Ugas got some things working for him, bro. And I think Ugas, and the, the biggest thing Ugas got working for him, guess what? Activity. Pressure. pressure. It's no pressure on Ugas to win this fight, bro. None. Yes, it is. What are you doing? What is for him to win this fight? He, he already lost. No, the pressure. There's always pressure. You're about to do a unification. But Ugas probably already saying, when I lose this fight, I'm gonna carry. I'm gonna pay this bill over here. <laughs> I'm gonna move us here. Ugas already know, bro. That he has no pressure, bro. The only time the pressure kick in if he get up in this fight or this fight get close, that he gotta pull away. Ugas don't have no pressure. Ugas already lost, bro. Pressure to Ugas is coming in on that boat. <laughs> leaving, leaving Cuba, bro. Ugas got zero pressure. Ugas can still, Ugas still can make money getting beat up by Ugas and beating Virgil Ortiz, getting beat up by Virgil. And then Ugas know everybody told Ugas when you lose this, we're gonna throw you at Terence Crawford. Ugas still gonna make money. You know it is true. Ugas still gonna make money. So I don't think I'm pressure on Ugas, bro. The pressure only started if he started to get up in this fight. He started to be competitive, and he need to pull away. So Ugas they lost before. Ugas they've been dropped early in his career. I just don't think Ugas see the pressure, but I could be wrong. I'm just, I'm just thinking from him, you know. He said it's going to be Danny Earl when Ugas feel, feel the pop. Ugas is not that type of fighter, bro. Ugas is the type of fighter. He's not Danny. He's not going to sit there and let you beat him. He's going to roll it. He's going to pick it. He's going to slip it. That's the difference. Danny don't slip. Danny fights on the line. Danny feet get Danny hit off the line. So Danny don't have another move. Once you keep, once you find the distance on Danny and find it, keep Danny in his punch. If you spin, what else gonna happen? Me get tired. Him, him might land a hell Mary punch. Well, Ugas, you don't know your fighters. Ugas gonna slip to get on the inside, bro. Ugas gonna take a chance to get on the inside. He gonna take chances, bro. Can't. Can't compare that to Danny. Danny is a guy that's on the line. Danny like to catch and shoot, but you can't catch and shoot somebody to keep you at the end of their shots with the length for Earl. Ugas gonna get on the inside. He's gonna slip on the inside and take a chance. Now that chance might be going to sleep. Ugas is gonna get on the inside and take a chance, bro. Watch Ugas's fights, and you kind of like I had to really look at him to really appreciate him watching the tape. Now, if you don't watch the tape of Ugas, you want to appreciate him, bro. He probably got the best defense in the division, bro. I appreciate Ugas, but it's just you're fighting. You, your next two fights are probably with the best punchers, welterweight guy. And I don't think, and I don't think, Earl, I don't think so. I don't think Earl punched that hard no more, too. I don't he think he punched that hard. He has a great output. He can throw looping shots with, and, that, and that, and that's gonna be his undoing. He better come in that motherfucker. To, he better come in there to Spence that that throw the land. So that's Lamont Peterson. No, don't go in there bitch throwing no punches, bro. That's suicide. Unless you're gonna overwhelm that motherfucker. That's what 
Now that's what you could bank on. Arrow's gonna try to overwhelm him in the first four rounds to see. And that's gonna be a mistake, bro. That's a mistake, bro. He's gonna do it. That's a mistake. I think he should go on that bitch and, and pick his shots like he did versus Peterson. Pick your shots. He picked his shots on Kel Brook, then he turned it into an amateur. Yeah, 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 you can do that. But nah, but Ugas, bro, when you put an output versus punchers, let's take one good shot on Smith's eye. You know, y'all underestimating that. And then inactivity, take one good shot. There's an issue there. Take one good shot. Take one. Ugas got a good. Ugas smiling and shit, man. Ugas probably like Usyk, bro. The motherfucker smile, whine and dine you when they get in there, they kill us, bro. Earl think he about to lay up. There's more pressure on Earl in this fight than ever. Take the injuries out of you at home. Three belt unification. Motherfuckers helping Earl Spence fly from the style like he shot Michaels. All the pressure on him. Ugas just got to show up, get his check, lose. I'm telling y'all, bro. Earl Spence and Kemp, he looked like a crackhead three weeks ago. He looked like a crackhead. The, the, shine, the, the, the pictures that was posted by Declan Welsh, he looked thin. Ugas don't set a high tempo. That's his. That's his. That's the thing. Ugas fight a very robbable fight. Oh, you letting us know? All right. No. I'm telling you, he fight. He gonna lose. I ain't picking uh, Ugas. I'm picking Spence. But I'm just trying. To, I'm trying to give you a different look at, at things. Everybody looking at it like Spence gonna go in there and not have no turbulence. He gonna have turbulence. Cubans give you turbulence. This is gonna be a good fight till about the ninth. The ninth round, we're gonna see something. Uh, no, I think yeah, I think I think I think the fireworks happen around the ninth round. No, no, no. The fireworks happen, but there's gonna be a clear there's gonna be a lot of clear rounds from nine and back. I'm telling y'all now. I don't know, bro. I think in nine and back, you're gonna see a knockout. That's a clear round, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's gonna be a nine. I think it's gonna be a knockout or it's gonna be a fight of attrition. Oh yeah, I mean, I don't know. It could be a competitive fight to somebody getting out. I think Ugas has some things working for him, bro. Ugas got activity. Ugas got the corner, bro. Derek James is the type of trainer to keep doing it until it work. And, and Ishmael Salas is a type of trainer as we make adjustments. That's something to look at. I make adjustments. Hey, hey. Step over this way, then get it off. I'm telling y'all, man. Who got Earl Spence gonna get tested to the body this fight too? People don't go to Earl Spence's body. You get tested in his body, bro. Who got gonna be fun with the house money? Spence fight give you every chance to get hit with something clean. And do, but the thing about who got he get his head off the line with his feet and his subtle movement. I'm telling you, watch what I tell you. Right. He gonna slip over there, touch him to the body. He don't, Earl Spence has not fought nobody like Ugas before. I'm telling you, I know Ugas ain't fought. I'm pretty sure Ugas has seen the upright European style. That's where Earl fight with a little bit of metal and then in there. Ugas has seen this guy before. And I'm telling you, Ugas is gone. I look here because of the, I, even if it's Earl Spence is at, I wouldn't be surprised if Ugas won this fight. I just wouldn't be surprised, bro. I just wouldn't be surprised. When did he last fought in the 30s? We talking Ugas or Danny Jacobs? Yeah, Danny Jacobs lost, bro. Uh, you know he fought in twenty. He fought in twenty twenty, I believe it was, bro. I don't know. He fought in twenty twenty one. Now whatever the pandemic was, yeah, he fought in twenty twenty one, bro. And um, what do you mean he fought the thirties? What does that mean? And then he, I think he said last time he fought, he's thirty five anyway. So that be had to be five, uh, six years. He fought in twenty twenty. He didn't fight in twenty twenty one. So yeah, he didn't fight in 2021. He fought once in 20. So his last 20, he fought last time November 27th. 
Then he fought. He didn't fight in twenty twenty one. He fought today. So yeah, activity level. Activity is important, bro. And as you can see, your thirties, your body starts to change. Going to distance, I would bet it would go to distance because you got to kill Ugas, you got to kill Spence. But like I said before, down the stretch, two fighters I'd like to come forward, bro. The edge I get is Spence because he can box on the back foot. I've never seen Ugas get it on the back foot. I think Spence will win, but if the question is how he'll And then always the injury and activity level. I said, Ugas ever going to beat another champion and punch his ticket into the Hall of Fame? It's going to be that night. If he can't beat an uh, uh, inactive, broke down Earl Spencer, people will say, not going to win, bro. But he has a great style for Ryan Ennis, low key. He has a great style for Virgil Ortiz. So he might get another chance. To be honest with you, if Uga, let's just say Ugas never fought or is not fighting for Earl, and he was just preparing to give Ortiz a title shot. I'd say Ugas would win that fight seven to five in a great fight to watch. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree with that. I, I mean, I think he's win that fight. But think about it is, man, if Ortiz' power is real, man, Ortiz is going to be a player versus Boots. Ortiz' power is real because a lot of things people don't realize with that guy. He punched with his whole body. He's not mm -hmm. one of these guys that's swinging his shot. His feet turn. His hips turn yeah. on his shot. Torque. He has great torque. Re really fundamentally sound. Now, his defense, get out of here. <laughs> I don't watch somebody. Who is I watching? They say he's black. It was uh, the Sean Porter podcast when they did. He did uh, uh, boots. The last one they did. He said the dude said he blocked punches with his face. He got zero defense. I, I feel like you're discussing Mario's too. The Barrios, man. Barrios ain't got no defense. Virgil Hunter, he just getting a check. Virgil Ortiz, Mario Barrios, and Jared Hurd all have all the same defense. Uh, I think, I think Jared Hurd might be a slight step up from uh, Barrios, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, I think, bro, I'm dead ass. I think Jared Hurd might be a slight step up, bro, from uh, Barrios, bro. I really never looked at Ortiz like that, bro. But you're right. Ortiz is like Spence, but his head, his feet don't get him off the line, bro. I and think that's accurate. Punches, that's because he always put torque on everything but yeah. his jab. And that, that's, yeah. the, that's why Ugas can beat somebody like Virgil. Virgil yeah. is Ugas's cup of tea. Now, that's who's Ugas' cup of tea. The guy who don't move. I think, Uga, I, think Ennis, I think Ennis is too to a degree, bro, because I think he still lose, but I think he he, he going to take Ennis rounds. But it's positioning for Ennis and him counterpunching is all wrong. But you always write about Virgil Ortiz, bro. He like a he like a young powerhouse pitcher. They don't take they don't believe in changing speed pitches. They believe in hard. Everything hard. And when you when you got a young pitcher, bro, that's why they that's why they they, they become relievers and closers because they never learn change and pace pitches, change ups, curves, sliders. That's that's why pitch. That's why they throw their arm out and they throw with their arm. As you get older, you accommodate the lack of power off the arm with with legs and change up pitches, bro. So that's why you see guys. Remember the, the Tigers had Bruce Ryan down. He would throw his arm out. Man, you have to be able to throw with your legs. You have to believe in change of pace, punch, change of pace pitches, bro. Like you can have a fastball, but you gotta, you know, it can change up a little bit, high low. But you gotta have a change up. And the more pitches you got, bro, the better off you would be. And that's like Virgil Ortiz. If he learned, if he learned, he has a lot of energy fighting the way he do too. If he learned to take cha change of pace off his punches, he'd be a lot dangerous. He'd be a lot harder to hit just based off that, bro. But. Like I said before, Eddie Renoso gonna have him out there fighting like Canelo. 
Rebounds is tough. He's not going to shell up if he feels power packed before him face and he's still staying in focus throughout the whole fight. I mean, Cubans, bro, they go through uh, they go through hell, bro. They go through hell, man. We see Rick and Dow, you know, go get on the what's the Asian cat he fought and he dropped it out a few times, bro. Bro, the Cuban, what Cuban you see, what Cuban you seeing that defective, bro? What's all of them? You lay down easy, bro. It got to be a while, bro. Cuban, and then I'm thinking about Joe Castle. You're talking about this tomorrow, if I remember. When he called Timothy Bradley the N word, that turned me off, bro. Uh huh. He said, You ninja, you ninja. I said, Bro, Tim Bradley, bro. I would have threw the whole fight. Well, something I'm going to throw on throw off principle. Ortiz works it on his legs. That's where his power comes from. Ortiz always brings. His hand, but that they, uh, his hands back in defense. Nah, they they joint bad, bro. They gonna bother this once you once you turn into your shots, bro. You can once you commit into a shot, bro. You stuck in mud, bro. Once you really throw everything hard, that means you turn your legs, you turn your hips, you turn your torso, you turn everything. How can you get back on defense, bro? Your reflexes have to be like 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 Jedi superior, bro. When so, you turn on every shot, you need to. Like this, say Virgil Ortiz throws a hook and a and a throws a left hook, straight right hand. He needs to just continue the momentum going left, but he doesn't do that. He'll stay in mud, and then that's your yeah. Target. That's because he's he's really punching through the target. That's why changing speed punches is different. Like Mike Tyson can do that because Mike Tyson getting up under his opponent and his speed is so superior. You know what I'm saying? Like like he like with Virgil Ortiz. If he if he just if he just if he learned to take like, get on his toes a little bit and pick his shots when he get his like like Chavez was great at that man Chavez knew he knew when he got on the inside he knew how to really change levels and, and get leverage on his shots you know he knew when to touch you touch you and when to really turn into the shot like Virgil Ortiz he got when he get older he'll learn it that's just the way it go he'll learn it he'll learn how to take shit off his shots. Because he he gonna be a he'll be a fifteen round right, fifteen round fighter if he did, bro. Very energetic, you know. Just like you know, like Spencer Spencer learns change the speed of his punches just then makes the hard shots here. So like I said before, just take some, just take like you know, Jerron Ennis throw everything hard too. Aaron Berlanga, another Aaron Berlanga ain't seen the change, ain't seen the change up a curveball, man. Even he, even if Aaron Berlanga threw a ball, it's coming out hot, hundred miles per hour. That's Duran don't throw everything hard. He um, he's not he's not one of those guys that throw hard punches and use his whole body. He throws hard shots, but he's still in rhythm to. Dunk. But, but he he can get leverage from anywhere though. That's his specialty. Yeah, he, has, he that's, yeah. that's what footwork and that and that melanin that you you said Earl got that's that melanin. No, that nigga got some special melanin. Like he can generate, <laughs> he can generate power from the hip. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. But uh he's special. But Virgil Ortiz ain't got that. When Virgil punch, he on he on he on balance, and he just turned into his shot, bro. Like he fight somebody like Floyd, he'll be in trouble. Like somebody like Crawford. Like if you don't catch Crawford, bro, he gonna be in trouble all night. Crawford have a field day with him. Ugas, Ugas would love a Virgil fight. Ugas would, Ugas would love a Virgil fight. He would love a. He would. He would have great. He would have great work with Boots. Cause when Boots try to throw them punches and yell and scream and combo up, Ugas gonna slip back, hit, throw three good ones. Look at the refs. Look at us at home watching. Like 
That's who Ugas is. He gonna make he gonna make the young guys work. It's it's hard to be Ugas if you try if you for certain certain things you just can't be Ugas. He got you. Virgil yeah. style, he got you. Boots when boots when boots think he got people ready to get knocked out. If you can fight like that with Ugas too long, he's gonna beat you, and you're not gonna understand why. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, he's he able to see openings and stuff like that, bro. But uh. Not a good fight, but yeah. Ryan Garcia leaving Eddie Renato. What you think about it? Before we get off, um, I thought I think him leaving Eddie is only because they probably told him like, "Yo, you ain't working. We see you on the internet more than we see you in person." I think it was mutual. I think they I think they let him know like, "Yo, this ain't enough," and he let and he just kept it moving. I don't think he left them and they want him back because he has he don't have a belt. He's Instagram famous. And he's not even doing pay-per-view numbers. So it's not like Eddie is losing anything but a popular guy. Yeah, and Eddie had a lot of he had a loaded roster too, bro. They got two heavyweights, Canelo, Val. He had Virgil. And Virgil Virgil supposedly had a moved on already. Virgil did what? Virgil moved on already. So it sounded like he went to Eddie Renasso. I mean, I'm a Manny Robis already. Wait, just now, like Virgil's with Manny Robles? Yeah, that's what they're saying. He's been working out with Manny Robles. I like Oscar Valdez working out with somebody else, too. Canelo. <laughs> out here at gym. And then also, uh, Canelo opened a taco stand in San Diego, too. And Ryan Garcia is training in San Diego with Joe Goosen still, too. So San Diego's going to be a little bit crowded. It's not that it's going to be crowded. It's just like, Ryan, you working with somebody who doesn't know you. Well, no, no, that's not true. Uh, Doesn't know the, the new you. The new oh, yeah, you. Used to work with him. The teenage you is not the the millionaire grown man you that we they they recorded him with seven women with two baby moms, and all you you come to the gym and you just trying to work on the cobra bag for four hours. Nah, we 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 not doing that. All you want to do is throw hooks with your chin in the air. Like you look like you could, you about to salute the drill sergeant in the thirtieth row. When you throw your hook, like we don't need that. Joe Goosen is from the East Coast. Joe Goosen, no, he bring him to New Jersey or New York City and them gyms. There's there's an 18 year old right now who just love boxing. That could that gonna give Ryan hell. There's about seven of them in New York City. Ryan, oh, uh, what did? What's his name? Uh, Rolly did already. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, hell. I'm just saying, Rolly already did with his just 10 year old boxing IQ. No, I mean some hell with some technique, not. Hey, I don't know. I'm just stronger than you, so your hook doesn't hurt me. I'm gonna throw my hooks too. No, I mean, there's an 18 year old right now in New York City who's on War Zone right now. That in the morning you link him up with Ryan Garcia, you're gonna give him hell because Ryan Garcia's flaws is easy to to come about if you're not scared of that left hand. I mean, I mean, he gonna have his uh... left hand vicious though. Yeah, he gonna have his he gonna have his issues with uh Manuel Tago. Well, Africans ain't easy to pin. Them Africans ain't easy to put down. That's probably gonna be a ten rounder. Ryan gonna get. Ryan gonna bring him to the fifth or the tenth. Put him to bed. The African fight. I'm fighting for my laughs. African gonna come in there and first two rounds. Ryan Garcia gonna have to tame him. The African probably already working on the shot overhand to, to land Ryan Garcia on on and on right on the chin, bro. Um, you can you can you can you can telegraph the dip and throw it and hit Ryan Garcia, bro. Um, I know he only fought one person that's tall as him, 
But when Ryan, if F Ryan moves up divisions because we don't know what this man is up to, when he fights taller people, he's ice cream and cake. I hope you yeah, know it. Don't even matter. Once once Ryan fights taller people, their style is gonna correlate all up and down Ryan's body. Cause Ryan right now is getting away with throwing lead hooks from long distance on small guys. When you get in there with tall people, all of that's gonna stop. That's why he probably need to go to Joe Goosen, who could let him know that. Yeah, I mean, if he listen, Eddie Renato don't sound like he was listening too much, bro. I know, I know, Eddie. I, I, I clean up. I clean up for you, Eddie. I love you. I'll tell you one thing. When he got hurt, he started fighting like he had some melanin in him. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, he had something got to hurt lose. And turned it on. He got hurt and turned it on. I'll tell you that. I like he that. Got some, he had something to lose. When he got rocked, he turned it on, bro. That's one thing you got to yeah. give him. He got rocked and turned it on. What's tomorrow? The 13th? Yeah, Mason's birthday on Monday. That nigga birthday on, Mal on Valentine's Day shit. Yeah. He got a he got a heating bed now. My mom bought him a heating bed and shit. I'm going to buy him something. That nigga, how, man. How much is yeah. that? I don't know. They, him and Potty both got one. So I'm going to ask her. She got it from Amazon, bro. So uh, I'm going to buy him something to, uh, tomorrow and play with this shit. Yeah, he was... His previous owner, my girlfriend's sister, was like, how y'all know his birthday? This thing came with a whole packet, bro. You know how I give you, like, the little, like, the little bags you bought from Party City, bro? Yeah. He came with a whole pack. She had him for, like, a couple days and shit. Then she didn't want him. And so we took him. I thought he was just spending the night. That nigga ain't went home since. And that shit been, like, three years, two years ago, bro. <laughs> <laughs> my husband waiting for this nigga to go home for, like, two years now. <laughs> like man, I think he just really figured out like that nigga's not leaving, bro. Exactly. But yeah, so yeah, I look at this birthday I did look at this packet. They tell you what he eat, what he don't eat, and shit. I think a potty came with a whole everything. I think a potty was special, but yeah, I read his packet. Tell you his birthday, tell you his mixture, what he is, and all that. I said, bro, you had this dog for like a week. he ain't have it a week. I was thinking, like, he about to go home in the morning. I was thinking about keeping him, too. I was like, damn, I should buy the nigga and shit. She said, I'm going to buy him. I'm like, yep. So I got stuck with a little dog. So when we do something, I do something for him on YouTube, a little party, whatever. He both had, like, a cookie tray and all this shit, a couple dogs coming over. That nigga having a real party. I don't even have real birthday parties. But, uh, but yeah, other than that, man, I appreciate y'all, man. Super Bowl tomorrow. Unless Canelo get popped hot again or somebody get... Somebody from breaking news. I probably won't be live on Monday. So appreciate Henry for coming on. Kobe had the longest grocery store uh, run I ever seen in my life. Kobe was out there buying blind Oreos. He was out there getting blind. He was like, man, you know what, man? Go give me a Latino sister real quick. I'm pretty sure they'll be on for four hours today. <laughs> but you can listen to this on uh, so, uh, tomorrow morning. I don't know. I'll probably wake up out. English nine to go back to sleep. So I put it up when I wake up to feed the dog. So listen to this ad free on Spotify or Anchor on Goodfellow TV Podcast. Appreciate love support. Peace.